so I'm recording this one specifically for New Year's Eve, although it's probably going to show up on the podcast a good minute or two later, although I might just make this one a special New Year's Eve podcast. But the idea that I had this morning, because it's almost 5 a.m. and I've been up since 3.30, where did the last hour and a half go, um, is making real change. And, you know, so we could talk about it from a magical perspective and then, and also from a non-magical perspective. Both of those intertwine, of course, but the main idea is that real change requires a lot of effort. I talk a lot about how in magic you can't just enter your temple and do all your whatnots with the bells and whistles and invocations and blah, 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 and boom, you're all set with, you know, getting rid of an addiction or changing a situation for the better, yada, yada, stuff like that. The big idea is that changes both have to occur on the inside and the outside. Because we're thinking like attracts like, we're, t- we're thinking microcosm to macrocosm, and so this involves both inner and outer change. So you might be thinking of a New Year's resolution like a lot of people are, and I know, or at least I think, this time last year, I did a video along the same lines, but it's always good to revisit something because you can rehash it with more ideas. So if you're thinking about changing something for the better, know that it's going to be a long-term process, which is why so many people at the beginning of a year sign up for a gym and then, you know, they cancel it within a month or so because they realize, eh, I'm not exactly going to be doing this. Why? Because that's all right, yeah, let's explore that example a little bit. People that want to go to a gym because they, they want to lose weight or whatever. So that requires a lot of change because you can't just, I mean, arguably, you can't just go to a gym to lose weight. you got to change things overall because if you're still eating garbage, it's not exactly going to work out for you. So in that case, what we're talking about is someone needing to make the change of, I want to lose weight, so I need to change what I eat. This requires changing your habits. So wrapping your head around the idea of this is no longer good for me, this is good for me instead, and having the willpower to push through that. And then you also have the, so you have the inner willpower, the inner desire, the inner decision, the inner thought, and then the external decision of making different food and actually going to the gym. What we run into here is cognitive dissonance because you're trying to change your brain's programming. And the biggest problem with that is your brain doesn't exactly like change. Your brain is all about patterns. It's all about survival. It finds new things to be uncomfortable and, quite frankly, for new things to suck. So if you're trying to make any kind of change, know that it's something you're basically going to have to fight with your psyche with in order to change and magic helps with that especially the more complex you make a ritual which is why i prefer more high magic stuff than low magic stuff because if you can create a big enough and dynamic situation in your ritual setting and also i i talk about a lot of times with repeating rituals because repetition allows it to sink into your brain better. But the more that you 
create a big pomp and circumstance kind of performance in your ritual, the more it's going to bypass that logical thinking and go into your subconscious. Because a lot of our problems, like why I had a bunch of sweets I really shouldn't have eaten this morning, is your subconscious. A lot of times we are just driven by it. 90% of our decisions, arguably, I think, um, according to you know different studies, are subconscious. Now, had I fought with myself and actually really thought about it, I wouldn't have had the couple of fall party cakes that I had this morning. I've already had my daily dose of sugar within the amount within the hour and a half I've been awake. And now what could I do about that? You know, I got to change the way that I think about it. No, I really don't need that. I got to change my physical, you know, outer world movements by not purchasing such things, you know, and then if even if I have them in the house, avoiding them or making the decision to throw them away. Now, circling back to where I was at, the idea that lasting change r requires that big pomp and circumstance and ritual because it goes into your subconscious. When we're doing magic and ritual, the reason why we have like different pieces of clothing and all these representational objects is because it speaks more to our subconscious with the idea of symbolism and whatnot to bypass the logical thinking of, I want to do X, so I'm going to do Y. And then, given that you've done this big, like a, I guess you could call it a grand gesture to your subconscious, it picks up on that with the more complex and whatnot that it is, and then it's more easily written into your programming because your subconscious is going to remember all that emotional energy you raised and that entire situation you put yourself in, which then is hopefully going to guide your decisions. This is akin to the idea of having the magical energy behind something. Of course, this really goes along with what model of magic you believe in, but... Whether it's psychological or spiritual or, you know, information or just energy model or what have you, they all work. You don't really have to prescribe your particular model in order for you to have any lasting change. But so you have that cognitive dissonance that's going on that you then fight with repeated rituals, punching your subconscious with this idea of, I'm done with X, I want Y. I'm done with this, I want that. And then you can, and this is possible, although sometimes it's harder depending on the situation and it may be more difficult than others, but you have the idea of, you know, your subconscious might still be saying, I want to eat all of those sweets at 3.30 a.m. Then in the waking world, you force yourself as much as you can to avoid doing that thing that you no longer want to have happen. For me, it's eating sweets at 3.30 a.m. For you, it might be engaging with a negative person in your life or ending a bad habit or, you know, pushing yourself towards a situation. It's all about what you do. So that's where acting in accord and planning what you're going to do comes in, which is why one of the best parts of rituals and magic that I figured out is making a plan for what to do after. You know, go to the drawing board, 
Step one, step two, step three. Now that I have the energy behind me, how am I going to go out into the world and I'm going to make this thing happen? Because I know it can happen because I programmed my subconscious for it and I sent the energy out for it. So how can I make it happen? Step one, step two, step three, goal, you know. Step one, create magic. Step two. Step three, profit. The idea is, what is your step two? You can't just make it work. That's why the underpants gnomes idea makes no sense. Hopefully you guys understood that reference. Anyway, um, this is one of my longer uh, things that I've recorded, both for the YouTube channel and the podcast, but hopefully you guys liked it. So please let me know, and good hunting.